dopamine is known as one of the feel-good hormones in your body. Overall, it gives you a sense of pleasure. It's part of our body's natural reward system that's evolved over time to reward you for doing things that help your body out. From an evolutionary standpoint, dopamine is designed to reward you when you're doing things that you need to do in order to survive. You know, think about things like eating, drinking fluids, uh, fighting for your own survival, and even reproducing. These are all things that help you survive. And we're literally hardwired to seek out behaviors that release dopamine in our reward system. And when you check off one of these items, your body's releases a large amount of dopamine. This large dopamine push causes you to feel really, really good. And in turn, you seek out more of that good feeling. And so no, for thousands of years, this reward system has evolved and been fine-tuned in order to make you happy for completing tasks that help your body out. And if you have the right balance of dopamine in your body currently, right now, you're likely to feel happy, motivated, alert, focused. And if you don't have enough, you're going to feel the exact opposite of these. And the historical things that trigger off dopamine are things like completing things off a to-do list. You know, this actually motivates you to do something and helps you achieve a goal or a task. And you also get these rewards for things like eating, let's say, sweet cookies. Uh, your body feels that instant push of sugar and it thinks you're eating good foods and sort of rewards you. And this is why uh, you have oftentimes go after more cookies after starting that first one. It's not always great for you, but it is why we enjoy eating more because your body gets that tasty cookie and then it gives you a feel-good chemical from the inside. And it's a double whammy. It's tough to say no to the next cookie. Now, our bodies are evolved and we weren't really ready for the onslaught of today's you know, future things, uh, things that we decided to throw at it, things like uh, social media, all these yummy different processed foods that we throw at it. Our bodies weren't ready for it. And social media is a, a great example of this. You know, We scroll through a feed and we see that we got a like on a picture that we posted and our body thinks that a task is completed. And so it hits us with that dopamine and we stay on. We actually stay on social media longer because of this dopamine hit. And there's an endless amount of rewards inside of social media that keep us on from this one singular, this dopamine level. Yet it all has a negative influence on our overall well-being. Uh, I mean, and, and the whole point of bringing this up is just to talk about that there's you know, there's certain things that, that we have now at, our, at this day and age that a thousand years ago, you know, we didn't have to worry about and, and we couldn't really plan for it. You know, social media itself, it, it causes depression in people across the globe for several reasons. I mean, big picture, depressed people live in the past tense. What has happened? Not what's happening today, not what I'm doing today, not what I'm focused on today. It's what has happened, what has been done. And when you scroll through social media, all you see is the past. And it's all of other people's past. It's not even your own past. It's other people's past. And, you know, sometimes it's, it's, it's your own past and you get a little recognition for it if somebody likes your picture. Uh, but the fact is, it's not even your present anymore. It's something that, that did happen. And so you're not even motivated to do something right now. You're just getting a little dopamine hit because somebody threw a like on a picture. And, you know, this isn't about getting off of social media. This is simply about understanding that there are good things that trigger dopamine. And there's some 
bad and not so good things that trigger it. You remember, like I mentioned just earlier, a thousand years ago, our body couldn't prep us for this. Uh, And yet today, monitoring how you get your own dopamine hits is up to you. And you know, I remember back when I was in high school, the common commercial that would just loop over and over and over on TV was this Marine Corps ad. And it was this dude, he was running through the one of the just an obstacle course of sorts. Uh, he completes it. The whole scene kind of transforms into this other thing. The sword magically appears and this huge dragon comes up that he, he slays the dragon. He turns to the camera. He gets his EGA. It magically turns into what was it was officer blues, which after I got in, it blew me away. Cause I was like, wait, that was an ad targeted to enlisted people. And it's some dude wearing officer blues, which is oddly deceptive in nature. But in the end, it was really cool, cool enough to become a huge account, like a goal of mine. Like it's something I wanted to, to go after. And it's, it was something I set my sights on. I want to accomplish that. And I was so, so passionate about becoming a Marine. And I'll never forget the feeling that I got crossing that parade deck and getting pinned with my Eagle Globe and Anchor. It was a huge, huge day for me. And it it really didn't stop there. You know, the next goal was recon school, becoming a recon Marine. And so my eyes were set on that prize. And there were a lot of tasks inside of it that I had to do. I had to go to infantry school, try out for recon school there, um, then go to pre-recon school, make it through that, then actually go to recon school, complete that. And then finally you get stationed at this unit of high performers where you're constantly having to prove yourself as not being a dirtbag. You know, and, and on top of that, we were constantly pushing the limit. What's the next thing? What's the next thing? And I'd be willing to bet that your military experience was very similar to that. And if it was, you were definitely beaming with pride, uh, pumped with that first achievement and all the achievements after that. You know, you went to boot camp or basic, or wherever you went, and then you probably went on to a secondary school uh, and, and so on. It was a huge goal for you. And the big thing to talk about, it was the big goal, but also the things that, that were broken down along the way to get you there. It was a bunch of weekly tasks and daily tasks all along your schools that need to be done. And you thrived in a zone of tasks being completed and you got things done. And I would argue this is likely, if you're like me, one of the happier times in your life. And I do, I do believe the military is something you should be proud of. Your service Absolutely huge. You should be very, very proud of that. And today I'd like to challenge you to consider that at very least some of your pride and some of that happiness is coming from our the evolutionary task-focused reward system inside of your body that was literally placed in overdrive. You were put in a healthy system that rewarded you with feel-good chemicals to win. Think about it. Every step of your military career looks as if it was created with this entire dopamine process in mind. And not surprisingly, you are at your maximum happiness at the same time of all your maximum dopamine hits. And we got to take this and we got to, we got to run with this. We got to apply this right now. And so what we're going to do is we're going to do a couple of things and we're going to plot out the next seven days. So you're going to have to take a minute after this podcast, you're going to have to stop it and you're going to have to plot out the next seven days. And it's going to look something similar. The good news is if you've been doing everything up to this point, you've been tracking all these episodes, been completing some of these tasks. 
this is going to be just building on some of the habits that you've already created. It shouldn't be a big jump for you. So right now you got two tasks, two things that we're going to jump into. Number one, number one is start to consider what your next dragon will be. You know, for me, I love to use that because that commercial is just this iconic thing. I don't even know. I should look it up. I don't even know if they have uh, that dragon now. Um, I'm sure they have something similar. And, and man, so what would be your next huge goal, a.k.a. your dragon? And don't feel like you need to find it today. Uh, you know, don't allow that thought process to paralyze any action that you're going to take today. Just simply allow it to allow it to ponder in your mind. Uh, what could that look like? You know, we're going to circle back to this in a, in a couple of weeks. Um, and so that's step number one. Just consider what that dragon's going to be. Consider what that big, huge goal is going to be. And then number two, let's create a plan for the week. Lay out the next seven days and consider some of the things that you don't already do that you can commit to. And I say that you don't already do because it, it, if you're if you're already going on a run twice a week, then laying out completing that task isn't going to be, it's not going to be that effective as it relates to dopamine because you're, you're already doing it. It's not, I mean, keep doing it. That's a great thing. But what are some things that you don't already do that you can commit to? And this could be anything. I'll list off a couple and you can use other ones, but working out, eating healthy, reading, time with family, all of these things. And then some are healthy habits that if crossed us off, will hit you with dopamine. Um, and as, as they're just good for you. So on top of getting dopamine, it's just going to be good for you. And so now we're going to create the framework for this. So if you were going to do, let's say, working out and eating healthy, it could look something like this week for seven days, I'm going to work out five days. I'm going to take two days off. So five of those seven days are going to be working out. Two of them and have that off. And then I'm going to eat at least one healthy meal each day. And then break it down. Break it down by each day. And start with tomorrow. What does tomorrow need to look like? What is tomorrow? What is that one workout? If you're going to hit one workout tomorrow, write out what it is and when you're going to do it. And then one healthy meal. Which one can you commit to tomorrow? And the goal right now is look for the easy wins. You know, if we throw the day up and just let the day kind of run, the same things tend to happen over and over. And you know when you've got you've got pockets of time when when you can commit to that are easier. You know, for me, the easiest time, absolute easiest time is when I'm at home is before my kids wake up. Before my kids wake up, if, if only my wife can sleep in, uh, my two kids are sleeping, I've got some time right there that, that I know that I can dedicate to working out. Um, assuming that, that they're not up screaming, doing their thing uh, that kids do, it becomes much more difficult for me after my kids wake up to commit to going to the gym. So if I can do that earlier, that's a win for me. And so that would be my time. That would be my easy win. And everybody's got their, their pockets in their day when you know it's easier. Uh, for me, I just find that morning time is ones that are easier for me to commit to. And then what does that healthy meal look like? If you're going to go with that meal, which one is the easiest for you? Is it is it when you're at work? Is it at breakfast, dinner? When is the easiest time for you to find that easy win of getting that in? And then at the end of each day. So at the end of each day, you've created these easy wins. So at the end of the day tomorrow, reflect on it. How did it go? And literally check off these boxes. You should you should literally have a piece of paper with these boxes and check them off. See how good it feels to check those off. If you got them done, great work. If you didn't, consider what you need to change up for the next day. Or did you have some unrealistic expectations for when you could work out or what that healthy meal could look like? And what can you tweak 
for the next day to get those easy wins in. And remember, the goal is to keep it small. If you have two or three items down and it just it doesn't feel that you know that big, it feels small. That's that's good. It means you're more likely to do it. You know, remember, you did not complete boot camp or basic training in one day. That's not what we're going to do here. Get pumped about these daily wins. Go out and conquer today. One million veterans. Empowering one million veterans is my mission. My name is Thad David. And if you like this mission or this podcast, there's a few things you could do to help me out. And number one is just leave a five-star review and let the world know that you enjoyed this show. Number two, follow or subscribe the show wherever you're watching. And number three, share it with as many people as you think would find value in it. Now, if you have direct feedback for me, or if there's anything that I can do to personally help you out, please reach out to me directly at victoriousveteranproject@gmail.com. at gmail.com. I truly look forward to hearing from you. Conquer today.